Hey everyone, it's Friday. It's an Engaging Walk. My name is Drake, and today we're going to be talking about politics and dating. I'm going to be flying solo today, but stay tuned also on Monday. Make sure you look out for that episode coming up. We're going to be talking about is jealousy healthy in a relationship? We've also got some other surprise topics that are going to be peppered in there. So make sure you, make sure you guys stay tuned in for that. Again, that's coming up this upcoming Monday. All right, so it's the 23rd. It's February. We're getting close to the end of the month. Lots of things are happening in the world. We've also got taxes. If the United States coming up, make sure you get your taxes done. I know that's something that me and the missus are going to have to do. So yeah, a lot of crazy things happening in, happening in the world. So thought we would talk a little bit about politics and dating and or marriage. And I think that there's a lot of people these days that politics is a make or break in terms of their relationship. You know, you you want to make sure that your people these days are really... A lot of these people, people these days are ending friendships based off of politics. Like, hey, I don't want to even associate with people that are on the opposite end of the political spectrum, whether it be like I'm a Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal. You know, people are like, you know, I don't even want to associate with those other people, period, let alone in the dating world. So, you know, in this increased polarization, it makes sense to at least talk about uh, politics and how that relates to dating. The nation is becoming increasingly political. It wasn't always like that. I think when I was growing up here in the United States, I grew up in the Northeast in Boston, and you didn't really know back then if your teachers were Democrat or Republican, how they thought about politics, what they thought about the president, what they thought about the political leaders. They, they didn't really mention any of those things. And the news for the most part was... I would say, if not uh, unbiased, it was just sort of like neutral. You know, I think they did a pretty good job back then. We're talking, you know, early to mid-1990s about being, you know, run-of-the-mill, you know, your who, what, when, where, why of journalism. But things have certainly changed in the last, I want to say, since about 2005 onward. So for the last about 20 years or so, the United States uh, has become increasingly polarized in dramatic fashion. So it would make sense to at least discuss political leanings in dating. And um, I think that makes sense. And because for a variety of reasons, which variety of reasons which we're going to be talking about in this episode. So is politics in and of itself important? I would say no, it's not in terms of compatibility. But the implications in a increasingly polarized society of how those political leanings manifest themselves can be actually quite dramatic and should be taken seriously when you're involved with the other person because of the implications it can have in terms of like child development, child raising whether or not you even want to have a family, um, all those things. So you definitely want to at least know, like, how is this person feeling about, not necessarily about, like, the president. I think the president is just, you know, as a person that gets elected every four years. It's not really a, a measure of, of value, 
of, or of personal values, which is what you really want to go after. You really want to understand, like, how does this person feel about family development, family or uh, how they feel about, like, raising children? Do they even want to have children? I think a lot of left-leaning people these days don't even want to have children. I think a lot of them are very much in the, uh, in the stance of environmentalism and having children is bad for the environment. So you can see how these can be how these can complicate a a relationship if you have different political leanings. Let's say one person is by today's standards conservative and the other person is liberal. And the conservative person is like, "Hey, I want to have a family. I want to um have about like two or three kids, maybe maybe even more. I want to live out in the countryside." And the left-leaning person is like, I don't, I don't want to have any children. I think children are bad for the environment. I think that uh, I, I'd prefer to live in the city. I would much prefer to, you know, have um, a left-leaning type of relationship. So you can see how the politics of the of the situation isn't really important. It's not really like they're discussing politics. It's more that they're discussing at this. We're discussing, in this case, values, which, in today's day, does overlap with political leanings. Now, I have seen a lot of cases where, and this tends to happen pretty often in the case in which the woman is more left leaning and the man is more conservative leaning. Um, and once they develop into a relationship, that the woman becomes much more conservative in a relationship with a conservative man. I have seen that happen a lot more often in that direction than in the opposite. But again, that's from more of my, my personal experience of, you know, talking with people that are in relationships like that, that the, you know, once the, um, the man, you know, who's more conservative, conservative leaning discussed like the inner workings of political um, action or how they feel, political philosophy rather that the woman's perspective tended to change over actually a, a short period of time. So I think that this, you know, you, you don't, that's why I'm saying it's not necessarily a deal breaker because I think a lot of people in these days will get into like camps. They're like, oh, well, I don't like this person. I don't like this president. I don't like this politician. So therefore, I belong in this category. And in today's day and age, there's not a really like a whole lot of um, fluidity in terms of what, in terms of like, well, if I'm left leaning, then I have to like mark all these boxes. And if I'm right leaning, I have to mark all these boxes. Whereas, you know, I think in the past, people kind of picked and chose like their, their, their positions on things. And it didn't necessarily make or break whether they were on the one side or the other, but that, that has totally changed. Like I said, in the last like 20 years, that being said, people that feel one way about an issue tend to just like, Oh, well, well, since this camp tends to think this way, then I therefore belong in this camp. But I think once you meet somebody who, you know, from at least from my experience, from what I've seen is that people, once they meet and they're like, okay, well, this person, I really like this person. This person is really nice. This person is like a, a, a good, genuine person, but we differ politically. Well, once they start having those conversations, once they start seeing like, oh, well, 
actually we don't really differ that much and this is a a good a good healthy relationship and their ideas start to meld and then their um their identity starts to like really form as a as a couple and that can be really powerful because you know you're you're taking in that other person's perspective and you're growing which can really happen in a lot of situations but it can also you have to be really careful with this because it can also lead to a lot of division if you're not clear and you're not honest about exactly how you feel about those things and why for example one of the cases that can really make or break a a relationship is the view of children if you're like yeah you know what in your heart you're like i really do want children um but you're like i really love this person they're really great but they don't want to have children and i've seen this a lot and a lot of cases due to their political leanings again with this environmentalism a lot of people that feel that way about environmentalism really feel like children are bad for the environment. So they don't want it. They don't want to increase the population. They don't want to put that extra strain. You know, I think that's a, in my personal opinion, I think that that's not a good way to think, a good outlook on life. But nevertheless, some people do have that position. And then people that are more conservative are like, hey, you know what? I do really want, tend to, I would, I would say, tend to be like more, I do want to have a family. I do want to raise my own, our own children. And then let's say, for example, they're in that, that strife where they're like, you know, I really like this person, but they don't really feel this way about children. But I think that maybe as time goes on, they can soften on their position. I think that can be a mistake. I think you need to have those conversations and you need to be, you know, having those flushed out um, in the beginning. Or at least once you there's a there's a moment of understanding that this relationship can go somewhere and you want to have those conversations much more thoroughly to feel to feel at that process of like compatibility in the long term. Again, so this is going to also cover areas not just in terms of family and um, whether or not you even want to have one, but how you would raise the, the children, where you would raise the children. Are you open to moving? A lot of people, once they have families tend to move to the suburbs or or in um, rural, even rural areas. So is that something that your partner is even open for uh, in terms, you know, in terms of like moving once you have a family? Also, uh, there's also a lot of, of going on in terms of um, transgenderism these days. And, you know, that can really have a major impact on a family if there's differences in terms of um, political leanings. Now, personally, I think that this is going to not be such a prominent issue 10, you know, five to 10 years from now. I think that it won't be um, pushed the way that it is, has been in the last like 10 years or so. But nevertheless, some people do feel very strongly about that issue on both sides. And that can be a deal breaker. That can be something that will cause significant pain and suffering in a relationship if you know you hear these horror stories that happen in um Canada and in the United States where uh you know the the father or the mother is very um strongly against it and then the you know the other parent is strongly in favor of it and then they have a child that is going through this issue and um that can be really traumatic for everybody so i think 
there's not a whole lot of like changing that happens. So I feel like if you're, you know, in terms of like um, positions on those things. So if you're, you, you, you definitely want to have those conversations also with your, with your potential spouse. If you're in that dating period of like, Hey, what would happen if, you know, we have children and, you know, they say that they want to have this um, gender uh, reassignment surgery. And they're like, hey, you know what? I'm all for that. And you're and you're like, no, I'm not for that. I think that that would be terrible. I think you can suss out the conversation a little bit more, but that would be a major, major red flag. So again, the idea is not really, in my opinion, is this person a Republican or a Democrat, um, but more an assessment of their values and seeing do these do these values align in, with mine in terms of family in terms of um, family development how we would raise children where we would live um, everything else I think is is not really a conversation in terms of like a marriage or dating because the marriage and uh, you know the dating and marriage isn't really based off of political beliefs I think that you know you know even in my own relationship with my wife like we don't really discuss those things we more discuss values family development um, how we run the household uh, faith finances fitness all those things are much more in our daily conversation than politics you know we could probably go months without discussing it um, maybe if something happens, um, or if we're listening to like a podcast and it pops up, then we, you know, we would have a discussion about it, but that's not the focal point of the relationship. And I think that's true for most successful relationships. Um, but again, suss out those, uh, you know, those, uh, those issues, um, that are tied into political issues these days and, really get a good feeling for them of how, how this person feels about child rearing, family development, you know, location in which they would like to move or that they're open to moving. And um, those can be a great determining factor of whether or not this person is going to be really suitable for you. So again, I think it, these days, it's so weird that this in this time uh, in America that like all these things are actually like kind of like woven into one. And another topic that a major topic of this that I hadn't really discussed yet is uh, gender roles in the relationship. Um, How does this person feel about, you know, how the man is supposed to be treated in the relationship and the woman, Um, you know, a lot of those things are also tied, tied into um, political leanings today, especially in terms of like, feminism and um and all those kinds of things that I'm that uh that people know about these days but you 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 want to talk of those talk those things through make sure you understand how the person feels about like you know what sort of role in a relationship that um you know in a, in a long-term serious serious relationship would look like um especially if the you know the woman or the man there's a lot of uh, a lot of that these days that are like really into like modern fem- feminism. So if you have one expectation going into the marriage or going into the relationship and it turns out to be another thing, then that can be a really uh, 
significant cause for for strife and um and conflict in the relationship that you know you definitely want to inter- um understand going in so that can look like this for example like you're having this conversation and you're like hey you know how do you feel about feminism these days you talk to the woman and she's like you know i'm really into feminism um i feel like women should be really empowered and um yeah that's what i really like about feminism well that's not the same as a lot of interpretations of modern feminism so for example you know the woman you know you t- you have this one this exact conversation with a different woman and you're like how do you feel about feminism and she's like you know i think that um men and women are equal in all respects that um if I want to work and you want to work, then like that would work for us in a relationship. And I'm not really open to how a man is going to give me direction in our lives, in our in our married life. Well, that could set off a lot of red flags for a lot of men, uh, or at least a, cer- uh, a certain amount of men. And you'd want to like really have that discussion of like, well, what do you mean like taking direction from? Uh, what what exactly is, does that look like to you? Because in a marriage, you know, there's a lot of taking direction from both sides. And it it depends on like what the issue is and it depends on the circumstances. Um, and a lot of women these days are just like not open to hearing from that. They, they think of it as like mansplaining. Whereas, you know, that is uh, a really, in my opinion, a really dismissive point of view because that says like that there's not a whole lot of going back and forth in the relationship and ironing out like what is driving at it because you're both going to have different perspectives on a lot of different things and um, not being able to compromise and not being able to see each other's value in in that perspective is can really hinder the relationship and can really hinder how far the relationship can go because we all have our own blind spots and we all have our own um, narrow point of views and our own ways in which we can act selfishly, that we can act um, in self-interest. But if the goal is the relationship and the goal is um, achieving a higher purpose in the relationship, i.e. the marriage, then if one side is like, hey, I have nothing to value from you, that you can't explain anything to me, that essentially that's a position of like, I'm over you. I'm above you and pretty much anything that you say is not going to be of value in the relationship. Well, that can be a big red flag there. So you definitely want to have those conversations and be like, well, what do you mean by you're not going to be willing to take direction? You know, there's going to be times in which you're going to be wrong. We're all human. This is not just like a a man versus woman thing. This is a relationship thing that in any situation, in any type of relationship, whether it be a band, co-workers, you know, music artists, um, projects, relationships, any type of relationship, there's going to be different points of view. And they're all going to see different things differently. But they all have to be tuned in a certain way to a higher purpose again. And if the man is like, 
you know, I'm right all the time and like whatever you say is wrong, then that's going to be a certain domination from one point of view that is very limited. And if the woman likewise has her, her own point of view that's like very similar, then that's not going to be beneficial to the relationship. So you're, you should be able to work together and fine tuning your perspectives in alignment for the benefit of the relationship, which will then translate to the marriage. So this would be a long way of, des- of describing like how that conversation would go about, but it nevertheless is a very important conversation to have because a lot of that is going to happen in marriage where buying a car together, buying a home together, you're both going to want different things from the, the joint purchases and the joint journey that you're taking. And what you'll find is you both come together and make a better decision that neither of you would have made on your own because it's for, again, it's for a higher purpose. It is for the relationship, for what the relationship is trying to achieve, e.g. children or a business or um, sustainability for yourselves and for your community and for your family, your extended family, for example. So all those things come together and in my opinion, a certain point, a certain perspective of feminism really prevents that from happening. So, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has different types of relationships that they want to get into, which also these days will tie into a lot of like political leanings. For example, people on the left tend to really be into uh, these days with like open marriages, which I, I think that don't that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. It's that's not even like a marriage in my opinion. Um, but we we can discuss that in another podcast and people more conservative leaning are like, Hey, you know what? Man and woman together, this is how it was intended to be. And this is how it works. So this is the only, um, area, uh, area that, you know, in terms of like sexual, uh, sexual relationships is going to be, which is, you know, again, no cheating, no, um, outside uh, relationships with other people, um, swinging and all those things are not part of the relationship because they degrade and um, destroy the relationship that's based off trust, that's based off of um, mutual understanding, that's based off of an understanding that we are together forever. So those those are all conversations that you want to have that encompass around the area of political leanings but aren't political in and of themselves they're just political in this day and age because of because of the encampments that have been brought up so uh i think i'm going to end with that it's it's friday make sure you guys uh have a great uh evening today and again look look for our new podcast that's going to be coming out our our episode rather that's going to be coming out on monday in which we're going to discuss the is jealousy healthy in a relationship so which uh, i think will be a really interesting topic we have a lot of things to discuss about that and some um ancillary topics that are related to it uh so yeah definitely take a look out for that that's going to be coming up on monday i want to thank you guys for tuning into engaging walk again my name is drake you can find us on apple Podcasts. google uh well actually i think google just got rid of um, podcasts in general but you can find us on apple Podcasts. you can find us on spotify on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, like Pandora, 
Uh, make sure you guys share this podcast with people that you think might benefit from it. People that are single, people that are married, dating, etc. We cover a wide variety of topics here on Engaging Walk um, regarding those things. So if you want more information, you can always go to www.engagingwalk.com. And we'll see you next week. Thanks. Have a great weekend, you guys.